good morning and welcome to Life in the Valley podcast. I'm here with Matt Olson, Jason Soderstrom. My name's Paul Ice, and this is the beginning of a new thing. So we're starting a new yeah, podcast exciting. at Valley, and we're going to do this weekly and hit some life topics, things that um, we help will help move us forward. So how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Football season. Yep. Pumpkin pie season. Yep. It's a good season. I feel bad for everyone that um, bought shirts for the Cleveland Browns at the beginning of the year that thought this is the year. You never Last know, night. though. Don't give up on them. I mean, <laughs> let's not talk about the Broncos. Yeah, they got a window. This podcast <laughs> will not be about the Broncos <laughs> each week. I think it's funny that we're calling it Life in the Valley. That sounds a little almost depressing. What, what do you guys think about that? Well, I, my, that's reality. Yeah. You know, how many times, how much time do you spend on the mountaintop? That's true. I mean, most of life is in the valley. So that's that's reality. I know in practical life, there's like 52 or 53 14ers, and I haven't been to one of them yet. So if you're asking <laughs> it's me miserable. how much I it's spend too on hard. the mountaintop, yeah. <laughs> zero. But I know people that go up there. So, right. But yeah, most of the time I spend down here in the valley in practical life, and that's probably what it's like spiritually. Well, and I think there's a negative connotation with valley because we think valley of the shadow of death. But really, when you think of valley, that's where life is. That's where the streams of water is. That's where the sheep mm-hmm. fed. Uh, the valley is actually not a negative term. It's a positive term where right. life is at. Yeah, the green grass, and, and that's where the shepherd is. The shepherd's with the sheep. And I, and I think that that's yeah. reality. We have a lot of hope in the Christian life of, of what it will be like in heaven in the future but the reality is that monday through saturday before we get to church on sunday we've got to put to practice all that we're learning yes. and growing in and so yeah. that's why we we turn that life it's an everyday valley. thing yep. yeah i like that well the goal of the podcast helping people move forward in their spiritual walk and addressing issues and questions that we um, encounter so recently um, we started a new sermon series the title of the sermon series was the pursuit of happiness and maybe uh, let's jump in before we dig into that a little bit. Why the pursuit of happiness uh, and what's the text you chose that really that pulled out the pursuit of happiness title that you have and kind of jump into that? Yeah, I, I think that there are several things that kind of entered into that. Of course, the, the teachings of Jesus are profound. I mean, you, you listen to his words and they, they're life changing and they're life giving. Uh, but also, when you look around, everyone in the world is pursuing happiness. I mean, they're, they're, they're looking for uh, to be happy, whether they will admit it or not. You wake up in the morning wanting to be happy. And we think that that's wrong. I think uh, we, we somehow no, we need to be holy. And yet those things are interwoven. What, I, what I've seen with the, this text is that you can't really have true holiness without happiness. And God is a happy God. He is a joyful God. It's not a cheap, superficial happiness, but and He created us to be happy. Yeah, and it makes it makes it feel more real that it's that's interwoven to all parts of our life. That's this even this. You've said the word over and over: authenticity. This authentic right. faith right. that when happiness and holiness are together, it can be more authentic than just oh, I'm supposed to be holy. But don't you guys think that? today is what people are looking for authenticity there's so much uh, superficial in relationships and 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 christianity you wonder what's real what is real and i think that's what jesus he gets you know all of his preaching is goes right to the heart it's what's real not what's out there in a superficial sense well even when you began this series you talked about what is the most happy and holy place and that's heaven 
right? Yeah. So if you think that heaven mm, is not mm. a happy place, you know, why would right. I even want to go there? Right. Right. But, you know, as even as you began the series, as our pursuit is we think of, you know, the eternity, what it's going to be like. And that is going to be a happy place. And it's happy because it is a perfect place and God is there. Right. Well, because I grew up as a kid, you think, you know, sometimes you think of heaven and you're like, eh, it doesn't seem that exciting. But when you really dig into the scriptures and realize that heaven is a place that is better than anything on earth. And what Jesus is doing is he's trying to give us even a taste or a glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. It motivates me as well. Yeah, and it's not wrong to want to be happy. Yeah. If God, if God is a happy God, a joyful, happy God, and he created us to be happy, it's not wrong to desire what he's created right. us to be. The problem is how, how are we going to pursue that? Where right. are we going to find that? And that's where I think we get off the rails. So let's talk about happy. How did you know you come up with the idea of happy and from this passage? So what was the kind of the buildup of that? Well, that's a really good question because it starts off using the word blessed, which sounds a lot more sanctified language. <laughs> you know, blessed are. But when you look at the word makarios in the Greek New Testament, it means literally happy. And you really can't get around that fact. It's not shallow, but it, it does mean happy. And so I'm looking at many of the translations, and I think they want to try to protect that as being something unique, and, and it is. But, but to me, it's a powerful word because it, it mm. touches to the cravings that we have in our heart. Um, happy. Yeah, and we haven't mentioned this already. So this is the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. We're in Matthew 5. And so that's the beginning part of this yes. message series. And that's what we're building. So that's the pursuit of happiness. That's the background into it. Uh, maybe give us a little context of who was speaking in this passage. Who is he speaking to? And kind of maybe build that that kind of builds this Sermon on the Mount idea that we're going with pursuit of happiness. Yeah, I think, of course, Jesus is known for his miracles, his feeding of 5,000 people at once, of all the things of his compassion and caring, but but for his teaching. And so mm -hmm. he's on a hillside overlooking the Sea of Galilee. He doesn't have microphones. Uh, there are probably, at that point, hundreds, if not thousands of people listening. So he, he set that up on the hillside overlooking the Sea of Galilee. Common people. Everyday people are there, his disciples are there, but they're also the skeptics. And there, there were four groups of people that, you know, you think of the Pharisees and, and uh, of the, the religious zealots. We think of the Essenes who are kind of the isolationists. And uh, all these people had some political interest. And, and he was turning a lot of things that they'd been taught upside down. And it, it was it was really startling. It it, it was unsettling mm. uh, to those people that were listening, but refreshing to just a common person, because he was he was talking about this is how you can be happy. I I can't get it off my mind, but when you keep saying the word happy, when you instead of I I just think when Jesus was up there, I, I always think in my mind. Blessed are the pure in heart. But when you're saying the word happy and that's what he means, I, I imagine him smiling. He, yeah. He's happy because he's going, yeah. happy, happy are those. It's just, it's right. a whole different frame of reference for me as right. I even read these scriptures. Right. It's really cool. Right. Well, and even with that, you see the common person we say that he's speaking to. Uh, he wanted them to have a blessed and happy life. 
and they were looking for that, but even maybe speaking to that into a little bit of the scenario, I mean, there were skeptics, but the common person there, you know, a lot of them maybe had heard religious teachings from some of those skeptics, and you can right. probably talk into that. Yeah, I think religion was and is, it can tend to be very external. It's all about how you look and what you do, yeah. and, and that's, that's that culture. And that's what was promoted, and that's what those people felt very guilty about, uh, a list of things to do and the ways to perform to be happy. And they were never happy. And probably the most miserable people were the ones that were teaching that. And, and so he, what he is saying is this is not a list to follow. And this is key in how we interpret this section. Uh, he does not give a list. If you do these things, you'll be happy. No. The, the, the key is, if you follow me, as you go mm. to chapter 4, and this is what he said, follow me. You come and be with me, mm-hmm. and you have a relationship with me. And if you abide with me, or you stay with me, or continue with me, this will be the result. All of these will be characteristics, and, and this is when we get back to this authenticity. That's authentic Christianity. It's, it's, that's what happens to you when you walk with Jesus in a personal real relationship so in the religious system that they had at that time in their pursuit to maybe connect with god or have a blessed life i think that's how they would have said it i want a blessed life uh you mentioned there was some other audience members there how did they say hey this is how you have the blessed life so jesus is teaching this is the blessed life and each week in the podcast we're going to kind of get into each one of those but the audiences that you know around the religious leaders how did they how are they teaching the people at that time, this is the way to have a blessed life? Well, I think you go back to the law, you know, which God, you know, in the Old Testament, he gave the law for a reason. And it wasn't that the law would ever produce eternal life. The law was given to expose our sinfulness and our incredible mm-hmm. need for salvation. But they would continue to promote this. You know, I think of the zealots. They were political activists. You know, we think, well, if we can change America's politics, you know, we're going to be happy. That's well, not going to happen. Uh, the, the, the Essenes, you know, they, they would be uh, isolated. If we can just kind of get away, you know, we'll move, we'll move away and get away from all this evil. But that, that didn't work either. The Pharisees, they kept on making rules. I mean... There were the Ten Commandments were not enough, so they just continued to add rules and rules and rules, and, and they would keep them all. But they were the most miserable people probably of all, and it, it just brought a, a depression among people. So there was no happiness, there was no joy in, in people's lives. And, and I see this even, I think this is why so many people today don't understand how Christianity can impact their life, how it can right. change their life, how amazing living with God in relationship with him is. And because I do think that we go back, it's human nature. We want to have a checklist. We want to have a laws. And so most people that maybe are skeptics of Christianity, they're saying, eh, I don't want to follow this checklist. And what you're saying and what Jesus is saying, it's not about that. I right. love that. Right. Yeah. And I think that when you're trying to, to grasp, and I think this, you hit a good point there is that you know, I got to do these 10 things, or I got to do these 20 things. And for the Jews, it was over 600 mm-hmm. laws I got to keep. It just, it just wears you out. But if you just say, I just need to walk with Jesus. And as we're going to see in here, he gives you his spirit mm-hmm. and he gives you his word. 
and you can do that. And when you, when you abide with him, walk with him day by day, your life will be filled with joy and it will look like this. And that will be authentic Christianity. That's where the spirit of the Lord is. What? There's liberty. There's liberty. There's freedom. It's, it's actually the opposite of what the rule base. And so you said, when we have his spirit with us, there is this freedom. There's Happiness. Yeah. yeah. And you Enjoy. think about holiness being, you know, if I keep a lot of rules, I'll be holy. Well, no, uh, it's just going to expose your sinfulness. But when you, yes. how can you not be holy when you're walking with Jesus? He's the most holy person <laughs> ever. So when I'm walking with him, holiness and happiness are interwoven. Yeah. And it's not, it's not either or it's both yeah. when you're walking with him. That's good. So as we kind of close this up, you know, we're talking about happiness, the pursuit of happiness. We're talking about authentic Christianity and what it looks like. And I would say that probably the number one thing that happens if someone just reads this passage and you pointed to this early is, okay, well, here's the 12 things I got to do now to be happy, right? Isn't that the natural thing? So blessed are these people, blessed are these people. These people are going to be the children of God. These are going to inherit the earth earth and so all right let's write these down and today i'm going to be meek and today you know so maybe you can both speak into this what is your kind of takeaway as we look into this passage don't forget this as you read this passage because you're gonna you know the natural tendency of even the people that maybe heard it then is like okay let's follow jesus's teaching and i'm gonna be meek and i'm gonna be pure in heart and what would be the thing that you would say hey as you read this passage overarching don't forget this for me personally as i maybe not even read it but apply it into my life is that every single day i want to focus on jesus i want to focus on him because we wake up i wake up my head comes off the pillow my to-do i i don't have a to-do list for my walk with god but i have a to-do list of all the things i got to get done and i live in a sinful world and i have to make a decision that Happy are those that, that follow Jesus and that every single day I'm choosing Jesus. And so even practically the last couple of weeks, I've been just trying to wake up every morning and, and even read through the Beatitudes and realize that God's not calling me to live this rigid life. He's calling me to a happy life. And it's not through a rules-based system, but it's through knowing Jesus, experiencing his presence in my life and seeing him in every attribute that he is there. He loves me and he's the father that I can run to. Yeah, that's really good. And I I think for me, I think is my Christianity a system? Mm -hmm. Is it something that I do or is it a relationship with God through Jesus? And if you've never done that, if you've never entered into a personal relationship with Jesus, this, this is how you have a happy life. You cannot have a happy life apart from Jesus. It's impossible. And then it's not just believing on him to have salvation. It's walking with him every day. And so, and this will be the result. So I got to ask myself those questions. Is it personal? Is it real? And, and to what degree am I walking with him every day? And that's, that's authentic Christianity. And that's what the world needs to see. Well, this is kind of an intro of it. Um, the passage, Matthew 5, Sermon on the Mount. We, you've titled it, you know, Pursuit of Happiness. So... Uh, each one of our podcasts that we do in this series will take a look and I think each one will answer what it looks like and it'll you know each week we'll look at one of the teachings of Jesus 
apply it to our lives, have discussion, and then have some questions. Anything else before we go? This is an authentic podcast. One <laughs> yeah. of our phones went off, so <laughs> yeah, no it's, smoke and mirrors well, here. <laughs> and it shows you know how technologically savvy I am. Yes. So but. he's not that old. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today. We'll yep. see you on the next uh, podcast, and we'll look into more of the pursuit of happiness. Thanks. Great. Great, thanks.